0: Countdown. Three, two, one.
1: This is the Contracting Experience. Connecting government contracting professionals to the world around them through conversations with acquisition influencers, insights into evolving hot topics, and sharing lessons learned from the field.
0: In this episode, we sit down with Mr. Rob Lorton, Branch Chief for Data E-Utilization within the AFMC-PK Digital Division. Rob talks about the vision for the new contract data specialist positions that were created in Air Force contracting. He discusses expectations of the responsibilities and experience level of the positions. Rob also gives insight into where you can start if you're interested in a contract data specialist position. Welcome, Rob, to the podcast.
1: Yeah, thanks, Amber. Great to be here. Thanks for having me.
0: Of course. Rob, throughout 2022, Contract Data Specialist's core personnel documents were approved. Can you talk to why the new Contract Data Specialist positions were created and what the vision is for them?
1: Oh, ab- Absolutely. So the Contract Data Specialist, or CDS, as they're affectionately known, um, it's a subset of the Procurement Analyst position within the 1102 career field. So very similar to our pricing positions where they're procurement analysts, but they specialize in pricing. The contract data specialist is very similar construct. They still fall within that overarching procurement analyst category, but they specialize in business systems and contracting data. So we recognize the need to identify the unique skill sets that these people bring to the table, um, put them on appropriate position descriptions that match their specific contributions, and then provide them training where they can enhance those skill sets, provide them opportunities for growth, and potentially a career path where they can thrive personally and professionally. So like we've all seen the advances with digital transformation in industry and how companies are using data and business systems to become more efficient. Well, the advent of the CDS position aligns perfectly with adapting to a changing world while also demonstrating contracting's commitment to supporting General Richardson's priority of digital material management. And then it also aligns perfectly with the dual-track civilian career model that the Department of the Air Force unveiled last year as part of Civilians We Need. Right, that distinguishes paths for both those people that want to be enterprise leaders as well as those folks that just want to be a technical expert or a functional leader. And that whole construct was created to enhance retention and prompt greater diversity. So, you know, some desire to be those enterprise leaders and others desire to be functional experts or leaders in that technical area. So the, the Air Force realized and values the need for both and the contract data specialist fits perfectly within that construct, right? It provides the opportunity for growth as a technical expert and that functional leader. So, currently we're tracking about 60 personnel that are now sitting on CDS positions across the Air Force, uh, from GS-12s to NH-4s, and we expect those numbers to probably double over the next year. Uh, These are mostly folks that were on sort of a generic procurement analyst position, but now they're able to function under a position description that more aligns with their contributions. So again, very similar to how pricing has that specific niche and opportunities for growth, the 1102 procurement analyst uh, contract data specialist now has that same opportunity and that same niche as well. So it's, it's really, it's a win for the individuals to pursue their interests and passion in this area. And it's a win for the organization to properly recognize the contributions uh, those professionals bring to the table and also hopefully provides a retention mechanism to keep some of these super talented people uh, on the books that have a huge impact towards our mission success.
0: Great. What types of duties and responsibilities will a contract data specialist have in AFMC Contracting Directorate and other locations?
1: Ah, great, great question. First off, I should mention that CDS isn't limited to just headquarters positions, and it's certainly not limited to just AFMC, right? Those position descriptions we talked about, they're approved at the Air Force level, and a CDS position can be at any level of the organization, headquarters staff, center, wing, PEO, squadron, you name it. Uh, To paraphrase paraphrase a recent uh, Tony Everage presentation, uh, CDSs are everywhere, and they do a lot of things. So probably the first duty that people associate with a CDS is data analytics and data utilization. Right. For example, every office probably has that one go-to person uh, whenever they need anything data-related. Right. Whether it's actions and obligations, whether it's what have we done to and um, COVID response, uh, what have we done to support Ukraine? What, what's our Palt looking like? Times of awards. Do we have any contracts with a certain vendor? What's our trend analysis look like? You know, from year to year, or maybe comparisons even between work centers. So. Uh, everything from tracking quarterly metrics to pretty much anything data related, they go to that one person. And then that one person will magically go into one or more of these contract data systems, they'd extract the results, then they'd do some magic in Excel and PowerPoint, and they'd give the boss a decent product to answer the mail. Well, that person historically could have been a contract specialist, maybe a CO, maybe a procurement analyst, maybe a system administrator, or maybe just somebody who happened to you know, know how to get that data. So the CDS path, it allows those folks to specialize in this area, and one, be on a position description that matches their contributions, and two, it provides an opportunity for those people to excel in that data world with training, resources, and increased opportunities. So data usage, that's just one of the primary duties of a contract data specialist. Um, Other duties, maybe at the center or unit level, might be a system administrator. right? A ConRite administrator or maybe a ConIT super user uh, would be better served by being on a CDS position. Uh, We also have a lot of CDS types working hard on the migration from ConRite to ConIT. Huge uh, overarching initiative there. And these duties are absolutely crucial for mission success, but traditionally these positions have been somewhat limited in opportunities for advancement and growth. Right. So a couple other areas that the the contract data specialist might be expected to perform are developing dashboards and visualization tools that help facilitate data driven decision making. Right. There's a plethora of business tools out there and a variety of platforms. And we can't expect every contracting professional to master or even spend time investigating all of these different systems and tools. Right. So this is where a contract data specialist can come in. Right. Maybe they can evaluate some of those tools and platforms and find the ones that are most beneficial to their organization. And then, you know, kind of be the tool whisperer, if you will, to the rest of their organization. Um, They can be the link to those business systems and the liaison for their organization so that instead of everyone going out to investigate these tools, you know, the CDS can take the lead on that and then filter down what's important to that organization. So in our office, we've published several tools in a variety of platforms. Um, again, we're contracting professionals, procurement analysts, but we're also expanding our technical skills uh, to assist the contracting workforce by enhancing data transparency across the enterprise and putting data at the fingertips of any user in any organization. So things like when is your next option coming up? Right? When is the last day to order on that IDIQ? Uh, where are we at on tracking ceiling? Right. Every office probably has their own method of tracking that information. Right. Maybe it's an Excel sheet. Maybe it's somewhere on a shared drive that some people know about. Other people might not. Um, Maybe it's some other tracking tool where users have to manually input that data. So the tools we develop and the tools we endorse take advantage of existing systems such as FPDS, where the data has already been entered into a system once. And we can just extract that data and put it into an easy to use app and put it at the fingertips of any user. So um, other functions of a CDS provide training on these systems. Again, be the data whisperer for your organization, if you will, and provide assistance to the overall digital enterprise and supporting digital material management.
0: What types of experience level and skills are you looking for in a contract data specialist?
1: Ah, another great question, Amber. Uh, so, the contract data specialist can be at the experience, any experience or grade level, but the foundation is really a solid understanding of government contracting and just a passionate desire to work with data and business systems. right. We talked earlier about the various position descriptions that have been approved by the Air Force, uh, GS-12 through GS-14, NH-3 and NH-4, both first level and second level supervisory CDS positions. Uh, There's even consideration of perhaps allowing interns to perform a rotation in a CDS role. So you really just need that solid contracting experience first. Um, as you really need to know some of these systems, how they operate, where certain data is located in the contracts, um, funding lines, contract numbering system, things like that, and then you know how those systems interact and where that data can be extracted from. So the second part of that is just a passion or desire to delve into that technical side of things, right? Maybe some demonstrated expertise in using data to solve problems. Maybe that experience is just from using Excel Uh, Maybe there's experience in other programs like Power BI, Tableau, or ClickSense, uh, just to name a few. So you certainly don't need to be a coder or a programmer or a data scientist, right? All of those things, um, you know, could be great, especially coupled with contracting experience, but they're really not um, requirements or prerequisites uh, to be a CDS. So a big question we get a lot is, do I need a warrant to be a CDS? And the answer to that is no. However, it comes with a huge caveat, right? As part of that dual path that I mentioned, you can be a CDS technical expert and leader, but you're really limiting your career ceiling, especially in that contract and career field, without obtaining that warrant. So perhaps a CDS could be a great experience. Maybe somebody does a rotation in a CDS role to expand their skill sets on that technical side, and then they could return to an execution role to obtain or resume using their warrant. But some people might decide, hey, this CDS world, this is really my niche. This is really my happy place. This is really where I belong. And they could certainly spend the rest of their career uh, in a CDS role and never decide to pursue that warrant. And again, either path is perfectly fine, right? The Air Force needs those execution, um, those enterprise-level leaders, as well as these technical experts. So either path is fine. But as a contracting professional, you just have to realize, without obtaining that warrant, you're limiting your career growth, right? You're probably not gonna be a COCO or a SCO or an SES in that contract and career field without that warrant. So it's really still the gold standard um, and it'll provide the most opportunities for an individual over the course of their career.
0: You mentioned that the contract data specialist position offers training, resources, and increased opportunities for advancement. Can you give us some examples?
1: Oh, sure. Um, so historically, Uh, Folks working in these types of positions were sort of on their own and in their spare time, they would maybe find an Excel class or learn some new tricks in Excel or something like that. But their training and development plan was really the same as everybody else's, right? There was really no niche. So our team scoured hundreds of courses and various skill sets and put together a contract data specialist individual training plan. Uh, We published that back in November, it was endorsed by SAF AQX and it was sent out to all of the PKX shops in AFMC. So we've also put together a notional construct of training courses. Training that would be valuable to a first year CDS and training that will help them progress over the next several years as a CDS. Everything from short term courses to even achieving DAU certifications in data centric coursework. So as far as opportunities for growth, let me generalize a bit here. So the traditional role of a CDS-like position, super talented individuals that had a knack for knowing the business systems, how the data should be input, how the data could be extracted, how to troubleshoot problems, provide help desk-like support, and so on. So super critical positions that support execution. However, again, I'm generalizing here, but the opportunity for advancement for those folks was generally limited unless they wanted to obtain their warrant and shift into an execution role. So in line with that dual path, not everyone wishes to aspire to be that enterprise leader. So we also need those technical experts and functional leaders. Uh, We started to see CDS positions established and you'll see more advertisements on USA Jobs for GS-13 and GS-14 contract data specialists that may or may not require a warrant. So in these positions, the hiring authority may value that technical expertise of working with contracting data and business systems more than actually possessing a warrant. So yes, definitely increased opportunities for these technical experts uh, from what's existed in the past.
0: If there are people listening right now that are interested in becoming a contract data specialist, where should they start?
1: Ah, Another great question. So the first step, as with any professional goal or desire, would be talk with your immediate supervisor and leadership to express your concerns, right? There may be an opportunity within your current office to convert an existing procurement analyst position into a CDS position. Um, Note note there a little caveat is I said maybe convert a procurement analyst position into a CDS position. I don't want folks to get the impression that we're stealing or poaching contracting officers off that execution line, right? A lot of people get excited about that. That is not the intent of CDS, right? Um, So the purpose would be The positions now are usually have been converted from procurement analyst positions. We're not looking to convert CO positions or taking anybody off of that execution line whatsoever. So just another opportunity there. Um, But again, so the individual, they should also document their desires in their individual development plan. Say, hey, I really have an interest in this contract data specialist thing. Right. Make your desires known in succession planning. Right. We were hoping for maybe a drop-down menu this year, we didn't see it, but you can still express your concerns and succession planning in the common area, right? Hey, I'm really interested in this contract data specialist, I've been doing similar things, I have great skill sets that would align, you know, sell your case in that regard. And then for trainees, you can even mention your desires to become a CDS at your rotation board, right? So um, finally, keep an eye on USA Jobs, as that's where those job opening emails. Um, that's where the majority of those CDS positions are going to be advertised. However, I, I would offer a big recommendation there. Don't just say you're interested, but explain why you're interested, right? And that's to your leadership, that's in your IDP, that's with the succession planning or the rotation board, right? Explain why you want to become a CDS. Maybe you're already performing those duties, and a CDS position description just makes total sense for you. Uh, Maybe you're just really interested in developing tools and conducting data analysis and you want to broaden your skills on that technical side. Either way, please have a plan going into those conversations as why you're looking for a change. Um, The folks that have taken the initiative to learn the data systems and conduct some of the studies using data are certainly going to have an advantage uh, when pursuing those positions. Um, And then finally, for folks applying for a CDS position on USA Jobs, uh, some of the interview questions you might see will be asking you to describe a data project or a system challenge that you worked. Uh, Maybe your familiarity in working with various business systems, Right, a little bit alphabet soup maybe, FPDS or PMRT or PI, um, knowing how those systems interact, knowing that you're familiar with them. Not that you know they exist but how have you used the data out of those systems to help your organization? So things like that, right? Explain how you've used the data to solve a particular problem, and that's really gonna help your case um, and supporting your desire to become a CDS. So really encourage anyone who's interested in a CDS position, become familiar with those various systems out there, how they interact, and how that data is available from each of those systems.
0: Great, Rob, there's a virtual Air Force Material Command Contracting Digital Summit coming up in July. Can you tell the listeners more about the event and how they can participate?
1: Ah, great. Perfect plug. So we'll be hosting our first ever AFMC Contracting Digital Summit coming up on July 25th to the 27th. It's a three-day event. It'll be a 100% digital, uh, virtual, and it's open to anyone, right? No TDY costs, no landing fees, no TSA screening. Just join us. It'll probably be on Teams, uh, various sessions. We'll be advertising this more over the next couple months. Uh, check your email and check out the AFMC PK Bulletin for future announcements uh, and more details. But our tentative agenda It's just jam-packed and includes various sessions on ConRite, ConIT migration, contract closeout, various tool demonstrations, updates to business systems, a whole lot more. So it'll be a three-day virtual event, various sessions and various topics. Anyone is free to come and go as they please. There's certainly going to be a session uh, for everybody. But in the meantime, uh, for anyone desiring more information about that contract data specialist position, we hosted an air force webinar back in february had almost 700 attendees we had 62 uh, questions and answers so there was really a lot of passion a lot of interest in this in this niche Uh, but that webinar the recording the slides and all of those q a they're available on air force contracting central under the air force contracting webinars so please check it out
0: great Well, Rob, I want to thank you for being on the podcast and sharing the vision for the contract data specialist positions.
1: No, my pleasure. Thanks for having me.
0: If you have suggestions for topics or people to interview or feedback on the podcast, you can submit those at thecontractingexperience at gmail.com. I want to thank you all for listening to the Contracting Experience podcast. Until next time, keep connecting to the world around you.